1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free anchor has been great for us it's been what we have been using Um, we highly highly recommend it and if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself we encourage you to download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today let's get back to the pod
2: welcome back to another episode of within the lines coming at you on august 16th 2019 starting the show off like always with some baseball talk Then we have some NBA and NFL news for you in the month of August. Surprising, I know, especially because we usually don't talk about those sports that much. Conor McGregor is in the face of more controversy because that's all he does nowadays. He doesn't have regular fights. Can't punch people in the face.
1: Well, yeah.
2: (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then to end it all up, a little bit of movie and TV show talk. Uh, We were going to do a movie scale, but Tyler was lazy and didn't want to pick a movie. So no scale coming at you today. We'll watch one this week for you guys. We're actually watching one tomorrow night. We're watching the good boys tomorrow night. Real good movie sale coming next podcast, not this podcast. Let's get into the show. 30, 20,
0: 10, 5, High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! <laughs> Cup, you can put it on the ball yes
2: yeah. already ty i just want to start every baseball talk with reminding you that you guaranteed a wild card spot for also, the los angeles angels and i don't think they're in that wild card spot yet finishing under 500 we're winning right now that's surprising one to zero conrad's at that game actually is he yeah him and Alyssa went we're only playing the white Sox, which means we might like be close to losing and winning might only lose by like three his he said the tickets were really really cheap and I mean I don't I see why I mean Angel season's done the White Sox season's pretty much done so it's two bad teams playing each other. It's like the best game to go to. He said he was hoping for a slugfest, but it doesn't appear to be a slugfest. It is one zero in the third. We're gonna say third inning. I don't know. That is a complete guess. You nailed it. But yeah, you guys twelve games out of the wild card spot. What's your percentage chance of the Angels making the playoffs? Zero. No hope whatsoever, not like a 0.1? No. All right. Sorry to hear that. No, it's it's hard zero. It was only like 15 when I said we will probably be in a wild card spot. Hard zero.
1: At least you can look forward to next year.
2: Next year, we're going to be elite, Jason. <laughs> I mean, Shohei's going to be back on the mound for us. That's like picking up an ace. We're going to sign a big-name pitcher. We're going to be up there with the best of them. Garrett Cole, if they pay him. Garrett Cole, Shohei, and Ryu? Brand new looking team. I don't know if they would pay Cole and Ryu. Brand new looking team. Hey, that's starting rotation, though. If you got Garrett Cole, Otani, Andrew Heaney, and then just find two other guys, that's not too bad. A hell of a lot better than we got now. That's not too bad. I mean, the Angels' problem is they don't have a lot of depth, so if any one of those five guys gets hurt, you're kind of screwed. But... You maybe, know. maybe Griffin Canning comes into his own. Oh, yeah, Griffin Canning. Nice little rookie. That's four. Could, that'll yeah. be his second year. That's four guys right there. And we'll just throw someone in that fifth spot. You guys have potential to have a decent rotation next year. But you just, you know, you don't have the luxury of having eight starting pitchers like the Los Angeles Dodgers do that you could just, you know. Very true. Also hoping we sign a first baseman this offseason and uh, Platoon Otani and Pujols at DH. Well, uh don't you have Thaisis? Thesis statement to play right. first base? He's been playing third, I want to say. But, I think he's but only, he could play first. I think he's only... I think he played more first and they converted him to third because there wasn't enough room at first. Yeah, I think you're right. Zach Kozart will be back from injury to play third. He needs to be <laughs> traded. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants him. For, Just release for him. For baseball bats. Just... <laughs> um, Yeah, but the Los Angeles Dodgers, I mean, we have the rookie Dustin May. He's been doing pretty good. Saw do him the dude with the giant Wags. red... Yeah, he looks like a curly carrot hair. top. Yeah. Yeah, I saw That's him pitch cool. the Quakes. He's a little bit of a drama mom at the Quakes, not going to lie. <laughs> I think I told you, punching himself in the chest and, like, screaming and stuff in the dugout when he did bad. That's competitor. That's what I like <laughs> to see, a little fire inside of him. Um, speaking of Dustin May, my father, who wanted to be mentioned in the podcast for this, okay. <laughs> said that he already predicts Dustin May to be the next Clayton Kershaw. And I told him why that is such an outrageous Just, thing that to is say. so bold. <laughs> He's like Jay. You don't think he's going to be good? I'm like, there's good and there's Clayton Kershaw, Dad. Like, so after three starts, you're already you're already expecting this guy to be like a top ten at least pitcher all time, one of the best of his generation. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bold statement by your dad. Very bold. Um, but our rotation is going to look very different next year too. So it'll be interesting, especially if Ryu walks, which he probably will. Probably have Kershaw, Bueller, May, Urias, and then probably consulant or someone it's gonna be a very young rotation which i'm fine with they're all doing good so who who what are you losing hill we losing hill and then ryu no so oh maeda too duh maeda will probably be in the rotation but yeah nothing new about the dodgers i mean we almost swept the marlins but then we lost today pretty heavily so but it happens hate five out it. of six against the marlins hate to see it i'm excited for the playoffs man it's I hope we're fully healthy If we're fully healthy We're scary team I got Jay Yeah I got some beef with the National League <laughs> Why is that? You guys are the only good team In the fucking National League The Braves are pretty good They're the, 590 winning they're percentage good. They're good They'd be the second wildcard team In the American League <laughs> It's terrible We have the fucking Yankees The Astros The Indians and Twins Are fucking insane To be fair though You guys have more really bad teams. Yeah, but I I think the American League is more, we're either bombing or we're going fucking all in and making a great team. National League's like, we're going to be good. Yeah. And then there's the Dodgers. Yeah. So I think it's a little misleading. Makes you guys look like you're a lot better than you really are. By your logic, if everyone's good, then that's more well-rounded competition. We have a thirty nine and twenty three record against teams above five hundred, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, but those teams are like that's better than one winning percentage. Better than the Yankees. Not better than the Astros, but better than the Yankees. Those teams are barely over five hundred. The Angels were over five hundred not too long ago. Yeah, but see you guys have the American League has five teams with a four eleven or worse. National League only has one team worse than four eleven. I'm just saying there isn't <laughs> enough competition in the National League for the Dodgers. They need to get better. We're pretty dude, we're stacked. The the National League is not stacked is the issue. Our starting lineup if we're all all healthy. Who dude it's gonna be nice. Jock Peterson, Peterson Peterson. Jock Peterson should not be the leadoff I just, hitter. <laughs> I just have like a picture of like someone's leg and just Jock <laughs> Peterson's face on their shin. I don't know why the Dodgers keep batting him leadoff, but it is the most infuriating infuriating thing in the world to me. And, like, there's, like, baseball truthers out there. Like, I've seen it in the Dodgers community that's, like, do you really think batting order position matters? It's, like, in certain instances, like, because I've seen some people argue, like, Puig, for example. Like, I forgot what it was. If he batted, like, seventh, he was hitting, like, 300. And if he batted, like, sixth, he was hitting, like, 200. So there was a lot of people that were like, well, they, he should always be batting 7th. Dave Roberts is stupid for shuffling the lineup. So then there became the the Dave Roberts supporters who were like, oh, batting position doesn't matter at all. Like, just complete with the other end of the spectrum. I think in Puig's case, between 7 and 6, it might not mean a lot. But I think with your leadoff guy, it definitely like means one something. 1 5. I mean, you have your leadoff guy. should be the guy that gets on base. He's going to get the most at-bats no matter what. Yeah, and like, yeah, Jock has power. And yeah, leadoff home runs are cool. You but they know, only but, count for one. Yeah, but here, like, dude, he started the year really hot, and his really, really hot start is the only thing holding him up. Because since June 1st, Tyler, Jock Peterson, I don't want to just use batting average because batting average can be flawed. He is hitting 205. He's a 291 on base percentage. That is not good for a leadoff guy. Like, the other guy's got to get some walks. Yeah. They got to find a way to get on base. Trout would be a great leadoff guy if he wasn't so good at crushing the fucking baseball. If they want that power hitting leadoff guy, they should go to Max Muncie. Max Muncy's like the king of working walks or hitting home runs. Like he doesn't even have to be fast. Yeah. Just get the fuck on base. And Muncie's Muncy's weird because he's not like fast, but there was this stat cast stat that said he had like the second highest top sprint speed in baseball or something. But like overall he's not fast. The fuck? It was some weird thing. Like when he's really, really trying, he's really fast. Get that big boy moving. <laughs> yeah, like it takes him <laughs> a while to get moving, but once he's moving it's weird but yeah like like the lineup i i would do muncie leading off against varieties because you got that power on base guy you got turner hitting second um who's hitting third no turner hitting third i think i'd hit verdugo second i love verdugo i am a big alex verdugo fan bellinger fourth pollock fifth Seeger sixth. will smith seventh and uh peter snaith i think that's a pretty good lineup and I think I'm starting to agree with you that Cole Calhoun might be better than Jock Peterson. <laughs> yeah, you goddamn right, Jay. It's just with Jock, it's like when Jock's at his all time highs, he's like one of the best hitters in baseball. He just hasn't done that much this year. He's just way too streaky. Dude, it's like and it, it's weird because last year he he didn't do this as much. He was just like consistently like pretty decent, but this year's been different, man. See my goal here is to build up the uh <coughs> The belief that Cole Calhoun is a good player, so we can trade him and get something for him. Well, it's too late. It's his last year of his contract. Fuck, is it? Yeah. I thought he had one more. He might have a player option, but I think it's the last year of his contract. Yeah, I thought he had this season and next. Um, Let's see. Does he have a player op- oh, And He has a team option for next year, so they can... And they're mm-hmm. supposed to own $14 million. I don't mm-hmm. think they're paying Cole Cohen $14 million. Especially now with Joe Adele ready to come up. They're going to say, nope, you're fucking gone, baby. Yep. Um, but, yeah, speaking of the Dodgers, a little bit of mind-blowing for you, Ty. I don't even want to tell you that it's mind-blowing because that gives away the whole premise <laughs> of the little tidbit. Hit me with the plot twist, Jay. I read this article. Because you're going to set me up right now, and you're going to be like, but wait, there's more. I, I just read this article, right? And, like, I don't want to tell you what the article was until after the fact, but it blew my mind. Tyler, sir, like, don't, like, answer completely honestly. How old do you think Jacob DeGrom is? Jacob DeGrom is 27, 8. 27 or 28. Now, how old do you think Clayton Kershaw is? Answer honestly. 29, 30. We've talked about this. 930. Okay, you're wrong about Kershaw. <laughs> I don't know. I know Kershaw's probably in his 30s. Kershaw's 31, yeah. and people feel like he's like 35 because he's been good for so long, right? Jacob DeGrom is only like 90 days younger than him. Really? Jacob DeGrom is also 31 years old. <laughs> Kersh came up young too, didn't he? Yeah, DeGrom didn't debut till he was 26. Yeah, that's but, what cracks me up when like like uh, Aaron Judge won Rookie of the Year at 26. Yeah, so like he's fucking 26 still, like. But that just blew my mind I read this article It's like old pitchers Who are doing great Pitchers above 30 It's like 9 of the top 12 pitchers Are all above 30 And they mentioned DeGrom And I was like What the hell DeGrom's over 30 years old And then they were, they mentioned Kershaw too And they're like Yeah and Kershaw's the second youngest On this list Only younger than um, DeGrom Who's 90 days older So DeGrom's 90 days older? Or younger. No Kershaw's 90 days older Oh okay So he's the second youngest Out of like the 30 and over group That's like leading the league Oh okay <laughs> So Kershaw still got a lot That's left crazy. in the tank, man. I knew he's Kershaw was in his 30s. I, I would probably guess like 32, 33 realistically. That's crazy. But I knew he was younger than I would have guessed, so I, I adjusted a little bit. <laughs> even though he told me not to. But yeah, I didn't think DeGrom was that old. That's crazy. So, I mean, he's, he's doing good this year. He's got a 2.63 ERA. Kershaw could have like a late year. I'm just saying, if he's an all-star for another five years, I don't know, greatest pitcher of all time, you got to ask the question. I'm I'm throwing him up there. And that's like with Scherzer too. I looked at Max Scherzer. He, I don't think he was an all-star. So Clayton Kershaw had three... Scherzer was not great for a lot of his years. Yeah. Kershaw had 3 good. Cy Youngs and an MVP by 26 years old. The same age DeGrom debuted. Scherzer wasn't an all-star <laughs> until he was 28. Yeah. Scherzer's been dominant for a while, but he he was not great to start his career. He kind of lived in the shadow of Verlander, I feel like, for a little while there. Well, yeah, he was and he was just he was decent. And yeah. then he had a good 2013. 2.9 ERA, won the Cy Young, then was an all-star the next two years, went to Nationals, the Nationals, and uh, won two Cy Youngs, came in second last year, and uh, probably going to come in second again this year to Hunjin Ryu. You know, one of the bat boys at the Quakes, Mason, shout out Mason if you're listening to this, he did listen to one of our episodes, I don't know if he still listens, Okay, said that he would pick Max Scherzer to be the Cy Young over Ryu. Mm, that is a bad take, my friend. I told him straight up, I'm like, that's your anti-Dodgers bias, bro. I was like, he's like, well, sure. That's you being too worried about being like a Dodger homer. Well, he said it's because of strikeouts. And Scherzer does have more strikeouts than Ryu and I think, less innings pitch. Okay, whatever. Like, I'll give him that. But, dude, Ryu's literally going to put like a historic ERA up. And his walk-to-strikeout ratio is just insane. I know I'm all over the Chris sale uh, Cy Young train. (laughs) But I think strikeouts are the most overrated thing for pitchers. Uh, Wins are. But people are kind of okay. woke on that now. I don't so. even I don't even consider wins, though. <laughs> like, That's the thing. People are woke yeah. on it. So. Stats are still considered like a thing, or strikeouts are still considered a stat to look at. And it's like, dude, if he doesn't let people fucking score, what's it matter? Yeah. I don't give a fuck if every single person makes contact and makes a dribbler right back to the fucking pitcher. Like, yeah. But Ryu still has good strikeout numbers. It's not like Ryu isn't striking people wow. out. It's just he's not. Right. Uh, I'm just going to throw a little breaking news out there. Mike Trout just hit the 40th home run. Uh, Bellinger hit his 40th today too So they're tied top MLB Were you about to say Trout's no, top No it says in this Oh okay with, They tied with Bellinger I thought you were about to say Trout now leads And I was going to be like nope <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Ryu still has He still has 121 strikeouts Which is actually a lot less than Scherzer But his strikeout to walk ratio He walks only 1.1 batters for every 9 innings That's like insane He's got a .932 Seriously? whip Yeah He's averaging 1 per 9 innings 1.1 yeah that's dude, he's fucking he's a monster. Dude, he has As someone who I seventeen love, walks. I love talking shit about the Dodgers. I will not talk shit about Rayu. <laughs> that man is a beast. Dude, he's so good. I don't know where this came from. He did good last year, but man. Not this fucking good. <laughs> I love him now. I love him so much. But um Yeah. So the Dodgers doing great. Thank you for that little tidbit, Jason. It still blows my mind. Kershaw's just been so good for so long and people forget that, you know? They do forget that, Jay. But, you know, when we look back at Kershaw... <laughs> oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. When we look back at Kershaw, we're going to be like, wow, he was so good and he was so young. I would put him on my uh, all-decade team, Jason. Oh, really? I would I would consider it. Do you wanna, I want to... I challenge you to build all-decade teams in and see whose all-decade team is better. All right, yeah, we'll just go off the top of our heads. Yeah, no okay. preparation. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you want to do a snake draft, maybe? Yeah, I think we could do a snake <laughs> draft. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, it doesn't matter. I feel like our both of our first two picks are going to be... No matter who picks first and who picks second, so it's up to you. I'll go second. I'll go second. I'll go first. Mike Trout, center field. Okay, because I had no one to back that up. Really, I have two really good center fielders. Go ahead and let me know by the end of this. Well, now I could just see. Here's the who. Here's the flaw. You got to think about your picks smartly. Yes, you do. Because now I can literally why just I jumped straight to Trout because I had no, no one besides yeah. Trout. Because I could literally <laughs> wait until my very last pick to pick my center fielder now. Because I can't take them. That's – okay, yeah. So I got to try to pick not maybe the best people first, but the most competitive positions first. But first I'm going with Clayton Kershaw. I mean, come on. Can't argue it. I just said I think <laughs> I'd put him on my, my decades team. He's – even nowadays when he's old and he's got back problems, he's just phenomenal, man. And he didn't really start his prime until 2010, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's got a 2.27 ERA in the decade. Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. With two thousand one hundred and thirty-one strikeouts, what's the like the the mark three hit three thousand? That's like like pitchers and strikeouts, like three thousand hits, three thousand strikeouts. I, don't, I know there's I like actually a, don't know. I think there's a like the three hundred win club too, which I don't know if he'll get to, just because pitchers aren't the same nowadays. He's at one hundred sixty-five, so he needs one hundred thirty-five more. If he plays, he'd have to play like shit eight more years, an average like fifteen a year, something like that. That's All right. A lot. My next position then tie, which ones are the most... Left field, I have a sneaky good pick. That was a uh, that was um, backed up by my research that I did. Left field, I couldn't find anyone, so I just chose someone who I thought was eh, and he's been good. I wouldn't consider it sneaky, because I couldn't think of anyone else. I feel like either way there, I can go. I feel like the drop-off from there to there is kind of big. I'm going to go with second base. Okay. Position I played... In My playing days. I respect it. Oh God damn it! Sorry, Jason. listeners. Um, I did not schedule it for right now. I rescheduled it for later. I'm gonna go with Robinson Cano at second base. That's a goddamn good pick. Is that who you had at second base? That is my number one pick for second base. Me too. I feel like the drop off there is kind of big, so I'm, I'm gonna give you that. I wouldn't say big drop off. I just, I didn't, I don't know. Maybe not talent-wise, but overall numbers-wise for the whole decade. Probably. All right. Here, I'm going to go I need to highlight with... the people I actually got. I got it. Separated. Oh, are you actually doing it on the document? On my document. Oh, okay. I'm going to go uh, catcher here, Jason. Okay. Buster Which Posey. one are you going with? Oh, Buster Posey. I think Buster Posey has been better than Yachty this decade. Okay. Just looking at the stats. Uh, Not as good of a defender. You know who's been a sneaky good catcher who I'm not going to pick? Salvador Perez. He, he had was. like five All Star starts in a row, or something like but that. But it's such a weak position. I don't think he was on the level of Yachty or Buster. Well, which you, I mean, you probably know who I'm going to go with Yachty. now, but I'm going to save it. Yeah, I'm going to let you save it. But I feel like there was those two, and then there's a drop off big time. Now, my next, I see. Maybe my we should have done this different. Oh well. Either way, first base for me. I have like five picks, and I I kind of want to get someone that not everyone would think of. So I'm going to leave it. I'm going to let you choose that one first. Okay. Third base. I actually didn't look at this player's numbers. Okay. So give me one second here. I feel like we should have maybe done this like position by position. I told you that. You said, no. Oh, fucking What do you mean? Well, you didn't tell me that. I did say that, Jay. I said, should we do position by position? You're like, snake draft. You just yelled out snake draft. Didn't you? No. We, we, we honestly... We obviously... It was spontaneous. We didn't prepare for this. That's right. <laughs> third base, Jason. We probably should have done position by position. Oh, well, that's on me. Nolan Aranato. Oh, that's not even my number one. That's fine. That was that's my a good number pick. one. That's a good pick. You know I love me some Nolan Aranato. And uh third runner-up, or second runner-up, third place this year. Well, since you mentioned first base and you want to surprise the listeners with a first base pick, I guess I'll just get that out of the way. I'm going to go with Miguel Cabrera. He's played more games at first than third this decade. Triple crown winner. First time since, like, 1967. I mean, it's hard to argue against them. I mean, Took two of Trout's MVPs away from them. Really? Fall off at the end of the uh, decade here, Jay. Yeah, but a lot of these guys didn't even play at the beginning of the decade. Big time fall off. But a lot of these guys didn't play. He was on my list, Jay. He's a fucking monster. (laughs) You can't argue a triple crown in the decade. And then uh, right field, I guess I can go with. Or I can go with... You said he didn't have anyone for shortstop. Shortstop... Or right field, Ty. What do you oh. want me to pick? Shortstop or right field? Fuck that up. You can uh... shortstop. Troy Tulowitzki. That was a good pick. I actually looked. He led the in the league in WAR for the decade. Did he? After I wrote him down, yeah. Sneaky good. That that that's a good pick. So we don't well, have not really sneaky, but a left fielder, a right fielder, or a closer. Yeah. Or Chapman. Really? Wasn't he? Didn't even crack my top two that I wrote down on the document. There's someone else, but I don't give a fuck about stats. is Chapman's a fucking beast. Okay. He's changed baseball by being a fireballer. That's all everyone cares about for closers. Okay. So I'm just going. He changed the, the landscape of baseball. <sighs> okay. Does he have two World Series titles? Just one. He just won with the Cubs? Yeah. And won this year with the Yankees. Oh, two in up. this decade. Shut up. It's going to be the Dodgers. So we're going to do a Chapman. Okay. Left field, Jason. I don't love this. If if you if the pick you don't love is my pick, it's my sneaker pick. Sneaker. My sneaky pick that I've been bragging about, I'm going to be pissed. Michael Brantley. Nope. Okay. Not my sneaker pick. <laughs> my sneaker. So right field is the only position, right? Yep. That we share. So I guess I'll go right field. There's three guys I got written down here. I only had two. I didn't know who the fuck to put. Well, there's two, and I'm going to stick to one of my two. And I'll tell you the third after... He, you know what? I don't, want, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to go with... Actually, I'm just going to go with the third. Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, right field. I actually looked. He leads right fielders in war this decade. Does he really? Yes. I think he's played most of his games in right. At least that's what Fangraphs told me. So. Okay. My first guy was uh, Jose Batista. And Bryce Harper. I did. It. Those are my two. My two people. Someone. Um, and then I can really go anywhere. But um, would you say Stanton? Yeah, I can really go anywhere here, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. We're, we're in the second strings now. Uh, my left field, I'm proud of that. I want to talk about Justin Upton. I love it. Angels own. Um, didn't even think of looking him up. Wrote him down as a sneaker. Like, a, why do I keep saying sneaker? What is the word I'm thinking of? Sleeper. <laughs> sneakers are things you wear on your feet <laughs> sneaky sleeper that's what i'm combining um yeah believe it he's been consistently good he's got a couple silver sluggers i looked at him and i was like he's played the whole decade he's always been consistently good so i wrote him down and then i was like oh i'm gonna check out the wars for left fielders you know where he is second behind brett gartner Jesus, Brett Gardner leads for all left fielders? In war, yeah. But that's only because his defense, Justin Upton's defense, is atrocious. Like his advanced defense metrics or whatever. Yeah. Also got Christian Yelich third, which is crazy considering, you know, this run he's had. But I consider him a right fielder. And then Ryan Braun fourth. Ryan Braun was like my fourth guy. Oh, and then Alex Gordon. Alex Gordon was already up, was up there for me too. I had Braun on my list. I feel like Brantley's just been good the entire decade. He's yeah. been one of those guys who no one ever cares about. He's ninth in but games played. Always puts up. Hey, He just always puts and up like good sixth, numbers. Sixth in WAR, yeah. But so Justin Upton too. Justin Upton actually leads in games played this decade for left fielders. This season hurt him a little bit with that toe injury, and he's got the most home runs. Jason, I like it. Those are your two picks, right? Yeah. Uh, who else did I pick? Oh, John Carlo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna hit my little sleeper pick for shortstop. That <laughs> I think I know who it Call is because I homer. wrote him down. Oh, never mind. I'm putting Angelton Simmons on this list. Yeah, he was up there in war. I can respect it. It's been going up there. His kind defense, of a defensive pick. His defense is so fucking elite. I considered Brandon Crawford for the same reason. But uh, Francisco Lindor the... was also on my list, but he's only played five years. He was actually second in war, too. Lindor? He went to Lewitsky, Lindor, and then number three was a guy we were talking about the other night, not on the podcast, Elvis Andrews. I fucking told you, Jay. <laughs> I fucking told you. Even I forgot about him. That's how much Elvis Andrews has slept on. <laughs> Anderton Simmons, bro, the most elite defensive shortstop of our generation in a day and age where baseball is definitely going towards hitters and not, you know, defenders, this man is still putting up insane numbers because of his defense. Yep. And you were saying Elvis Andrews might be a Hall of Famer. I'm looking at his numbers. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. But I'm just saying he's (laughs) a big time slept on guy. Um, My next pick here, Jason. Oh, Oh. 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 we're going to go. First base. Okay. I have three players who are still currently player playing, one who's retired. Retired. Who could that be? But he was mostly DH. But we said if he was a DH, oh, David Ortiz. Yeah, I'm not gonna go with David Ortiz. I'm not gonna go with Joey Votto, who also made my list. Joey Votto was my backup. Not what? gonna go with Anthony Rizzo, who was someone else flirting with Paul Goldschmidt paul goldschmidt yep he was also i had miggy goldschmidt uh vado and you know who at the top three in war are of the decade it goes Votto, miggy goldschmidt Votto leads yeah probably because his defense i oh, no, know his defense is pretty bad i guess so but Votto, he, that's because he walks more and stuff, yeah he I just think. gets on base goldschmidt most underrated first baseman of our generation jason see i, I don't feel he's underrated but that's just because he played in the NL West his whole career. So, so, you watched him, but just general fans, no one gave a shit about Goldschmidt. Well, not a lot of people care about the NL West. I, like, yeah. honestly, it's, like, sounds cocky, but it's been the Dodgers division for the last six years, dude. We're going on our our seventh division title in a row. How crazy is that? Like, no one cares about the freaking... They're all, like, the Rockies, pretty small market team. Padres, big city market, but small sports market. Arizona, small market. San Francisco is a big market, and is that it yeah and then us right i think so i named yeah 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 you know not to downplay our division because we got tough games all the time but (laughs) (laughs) we were good like two years ago when we had three of the five playoff teams but yeah did you make two picks i made my simmons and goldschmidt pick okay i think i'm gonna go center field because you said you struggled when i had two other guys who were very good please do tell Brett Gardner is also third in center fielder, so I guess I consider him a center fielder as well. Whatever. Um, my two guys I had, the one I'm not going to pick was Adam Jones. I had him on my list, looked at his stats, was not up to par. Doing really good this year, though. Is he? Yeah. Who the fuck does he even play for? Dimebacks. See? People don't care about the fucking <laughs> National League West. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with someone who, if you look at the entire decade, not in terms of war. Does he have an MVP? Yes. But in terms of traditional stats, he's up there with Trout. And that's um, Andrew McCutcheon. Number two pick. Only player I could find. Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, he's got way more games played. And that's why he's close to Trout and all these like RBIs and stuff. But he's good. He's a great fucking player. Yeah. I mean, if he would have had a longer prime, he would have been insane. But he kind of fell off after 2016, 2015. After that year, he kind of fell off a little. But yeah. This year, he was actually doing pretty decent in his short sample size. Not batting average-wise, but Andrew McCutcheon. Okay. Okay. That's only one pick, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I need a second (laughs) pick. Is a snake draft, Jay. (laughs) Um, Catcher is boring. We already know what I'm going with there. What do I have left? Just catcher and closer? Oh, and third. Third base, who was my number one third baseman. Surprised you didn't pick him. I thought... This decade wasn't his prime, and I don't know if it was his prime. But in terms of consistency, I mean, he played nearly the whole decade, and I think numbers-wise, he was number one. He was. Adrian Beltre, he was on my list. I considered him. He led in WAR, second most home runs, only behind Evan Longoria. Most RBIs. I didn't think of Longoria. I thought about. I flirted with him in my brain. Most RBIs, three oh seven for the decade. Dude's a great player. Pretty Don't, good. You ain't got to preach to me about Beltre. He's been fucking up the Angels the entire end of his career. Then why didn't you pick him? Because I love me some Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado right now might be better than Beltre ever was this decade, but I think in terms of decade work, I think I got to go Beltray. Beltre. Beltre was the more consistent. Arenado had the higher peaks up there in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Is okay. it me now? Yes, it's you. Beltrace 2004, though. Oof. I've talked about it on the I podcast before. Don't like right field. 9.7 WAR and didn't win the freaking MVP because of Barry Bonds. I'm going with Bryce Harper. And I don't like that. Hit a walk-off granny. Shout out Miko. Hope you're listening to this. I bet you he was hyped when that granny happened. I'm sure he's fucking losing his mind. Uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. I've always kind of been on the Bryce. Har- like, I've kind of always been on the Bryce Harper train a little bit. Like, oh, Bryce Harper. <laughs> I've always had that argument, like, Bryce Harper has more natural talent than Mike Trout. He just hasn't tapped into it yet, which I've kind (laughs) of given up on that argument. For fucking how many years now? But I just... It's just... Well, Harper's MVP year is probably better than any year Trout had, but that was just one year. Yeah, he had 10 war that season. He was insane, dude. But... that's kind of why I gave it to him, because he is, like, probably been one of the biggest faces of the uh, decade, for sure. I mean, he's got a, you know, 208 home runs, still hitting 276... 895 OPS and that, that MVP season So I, I give him the edge Who yeah. else did you have? In right field? Yeah Batista That's who I also had I had Batista but I'm going Harper Fuck it And then uh, Justin Verlander For your starting pitcher? Yep Not Max Scherzer? I thought you were going to go Max Scherzer Nah I think Verlander was better at the beginning of the decade Could be wrong When did Verlander win his MVP? Uh, was it this decade? I don't think so Maybe Actually,
0: 2011. Was, yeah. yeah,
2: you're right. That was the very beginning. Yep. Yeah, Ver. I definitely don't disagree with that choice. Verlander. He was fucking great at the beginning of the decade. Kind of slumped in the middle, and then he's fucking great again. Even his slump, he only had like one bad year. But I mean, he wasn't like elite, elite. Yeah. Yeah, his numbers actually weren't too bad. Um. And then
1: he went yeah, to the Astros and
2: suddenly was. He had a four ERA. Only once, though. Oh, no, 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 like no. One Jeez. bad year. Where the fuck? I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yeah. So, I got catcher and closer. The two C's. Catcher, I'm going with the other one. Uh, who'd you pick? Buster. So, I got to go Yadier. Okay. Obviously. And then closer, I want to go Homer Baez, Kenley Jansen. But looking at the numbers, Craig Kimbrell's been much better. Not much better, but he's been better. Kimbrell was my other choice. Kimbrell, I think, leads and saves. Has a better ERA. And, yeah. Hard to go against him. Also has a World Series ring. Just like uh, your boy, Chapman. You know, Chapman almost lost the Cubs the World Series, if you want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't care. I, that was honestly, I didn't look at any stats for those two. I said, I guess Chapman. Yeah, Chapman's electrifying. My final pick, Jose Altuve, second base. Oh, I didn't know you still had. He was my second second baseman. I feel like there was a big fall off between Cano and Altuve. You think? Just overall, numbers-wise. Cano was decade. a fucking beast at the beginning of the decade. Let's see. Yeah, Altuve's fourth in war at second base. Who? Who's better? Yeah. Ben Zobrist. Okay. And but I don't know. I don't fucking count him. He plays every fucking position. Ben Zobrist qualifies for every position on the baseball <laughs> field. And uh, one we forgot about, I at least forgot about. I told you this is like a big name I forgot about. We actually just talked about him. Ian Kinsler. He, I considered him. Ian Kinsler. I not forget about him, but I didn't put him on there. Dustin Pedroia I thought about, and then none of these other guys I thought about. I actually looked up Chase Utley, and I was like, wait, his prime came before 2010, so... Yeah, no bueno. Did Ian Kinsler win like an MVP? I don't think he was ever that good. No, fuck no. He has a couple All-Star game starts, but. He's pretty good, though. He's pretty good. I don't think he plays anymore. But Jose Altuve, them batting averages. The yeah, end, he, hit he won like, an what? MVP, too, didn't he? Altuve? He yeah, won, we talked like, about this. A couple this years ago, yeah. Wherein we think Judge probably should have won. Yep, yeah, but he did, so. All right, Jay. You want your list? Do you have it? What do you mean? Your team. Yeah, read it to me Yadar Molina Oh, okay Miggy Carrera Mickey Carrera Okay, <laughs> the way you said that was weird <laughs> Robbie Cano, Don't You Know Adrian Beltre Justin Justin Not fucking just Shut up Troy Tulowitzki. Didn't say anything but Justin okay. Upton mm-hmm. Andrew McCutcheon Giancarlo Or Mike Stanton At the beginning of the decade <laughs> <laughs> Clayton Kershaw And Craig Kimbrell Sounds like a great team. That is a great team, but Jason, oh my God, Buster Posey, Paul Goldschmidt, Jose Altuve, Nolan Arenado. Your team's definitely better right now because like four of my guys fine. are retired. <laughs> Angelton Simmons, Michael Brantley, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Justin Verlander, and Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, your team's probably better right now, but I don't know. I think your team's got the better decade numbers, but I just went with my heart. Yeah, but my heart's better. No, no, no. no. As I'm walking away, from as you're walking away from the, the mic. 200. What was that? You just said I you just said my team was better? I agree, Jason. Thank you. Your um so just going off of that decade, Jay. It was a great decade for baseball. Um we're just looking at we had some big-time stars at every position. 2K20 yeah. recently released their all decades WWE, team. WWE 2K20? No, Jason. 2K20 oh. the basketball game just released their 2K20 All Decades team for the 1980s, 90s, 2000s and 2010s. Okay going to be playable on the game i'm assuming okay
0: everyone's yeah, a little, obviously
2: everyone's a little heated about one pick in particular maybe not another one embrace debate is dwight howard the best center of the 2010s uh, because 2k20 thinks oh, so jesus christ i said no at first but probably i was really hoping you were going to stand on that no no ty he's not demarcus cousins jason let me fucking tell you why <laughs> okay i don't know why but i think he's good I don't think center center is a dying position in this league. Well, yeah, that's why it's such a weird. Uh... That's why no one you know no one thinks Dwight Howard, but he's the last true fucking center. Hey, Rudy Gobert is pretty good, I guess, but he hasn't been. He's only been playing the last like three years. Dwight Howard, DeMarcus and... Cousins has the most points in the decade. His entire career has been this decade. Yeah, Boogie Cousins would probably be the one right there next to him as far as like true centers. Yeah, um, the other one AI over Steve Nash for the two thousands. How you feel about that, Jay? Uh, AI was just really popular and probably a little bit overrated, if we're being honest. Mm, yeah, probably spot the lie. I mean, he was good, but he was never like elite Well, he, elite. Was, uh, he was probably elite elite. I mean, he had I mean, years he had where he scored over 30. Handles, but. He had two years where he scored 31. Another year we scored 31. One year he scored 33. Holy shit. He didn't even lead the league that year. Probably Kobe. Kobe. Um, he had good years. He had very good years, actually. Uh, Steve Nash, his impact on the team, six minute not six minute, six second offense or whatever it was called in Phoenix. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. They just get the ball and shoot, right? Pretty much they would like score in six seconds. Like it was like a super fast paced. That's Steve Nash draining threes. I don't know though. Does Allen Iverson have more accolades? He might he might have more accolades, but Steve Nash is the MVPs. Steve so. Nash was the best fucking pure shooter of that decade. Yeah. Uh Ray Allen. Probably right there. I know. I'm always right. Well, I'm saying he's right there. I'm not saying he's better. Steve Nash is definitely the better Steve Nash didn't player. take a lot of threes, though. He had good percentages, but he didn't take a lot. He only took 3.7 per game. Shot 43%, which is phenomenal, but he didn't shoot that much. Yeah. Because he was always trying to make his teammates better. Great. A true point guard. You know, Allen Iverson just looks overrated like Kobe Bryant. Oh, Jason, you watch your whore mouth. That's my favorite thing to do is just somewhere, <laughs> somewhere some Kobe fan just tossed and turned in his bed or did something because I said something about I'm Kobe. I'm 100% on the train where Kobe Bryant is at a place where he was so overrated, everyone now <coughs> hates him. he's now him, underrated? And he is now underrated. Yeah, I guess. Because there's a while there, That's, oh, oh Kobe, Kobe or Jordan, Kobe or Jordan, and now it's like Kobe's not even top 10. And it's like, whoa. He's probably like seventh all time, eighth. I put uh, I don't know but I think he's top 5 in my heart. I'd say top is probably MJ, Jordan. LeBron, Kareem, which you could actually make the the case that like Kareem's the goat. No one ever talks about that. We just we just do go off recency bias here. So it's it's Jordan and like LeBron. if you were to just in 50 years people just didn't know who either LeBron or uh, MJ were and just looked at the the numbers they might say Kareem's better. Um I mean, Bill Russell won a bunch of rings. I don't know how good he was. I don't. It was a while ago. Magic. I hate sports that have been around forever, where we can use these. Like, oh, what about this person who played forever ago? I don't like that. Why? Like like the Babe Ruth argument. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, it's it's just hard for me to wrap my brain around. I'm not saying it's wrong. (laughs) I just don't like thinking about it. Well, I mentioned this in the podcast months ago. Is if you took Babe Ruth right now and had him face. An above-average MOB pitcher, would he strike out? Probably, because yeah. it's not used oh, to what he sure. faced. Yeah. But these guys also have a lot more resources, and you know they played more coming up through the league. So if you take took Babe Ruth as a kid, put him through everything, and his natural skills, I'm sure he'd probably still be like a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably, but I just don't like thinking just about like it. Just like if you took... Because Adam Aldovino was one of the people who was like, I could strike Babe Ruth out. Okay, Adam Aldovino, if you took you as a kid and put you in... 1900, whenever Babe Ruth was born, it was like, all right, you're going to be a baseball player, but, and you did the same thing he did, you wouldn't be as good as you are right now. Nope. So, you can't... So, it's it's hard to judge. It's going off of how good he was based on his competition, but that doesn't mean he was the best player of all time, it was just, he was a lot better than his competition at the time. Well, I think that's kind of where the GOAT debate comes in, it's like, how much, well, if it's how much better were you than your competition, then Wilt would be the greatest of all time by far. Yeah. But, LeBron, and even though it's a... Vastly different NBA. I mean, LeBron's played in vastly different NBAs. Now it's the three-point before that and everything, like whatever. LeBron NBA's changed a lot. has gone with the different change of the... Yeah, but he's at least close to MJ, so it's an easier conversation to have. Yeah. And that's why you talk about those two and you don't talk about, you know, whoever. You know, Kareem, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. to wrap my mind around. I mean, I didn't see MJ play, so... Watch lots of video. In terms of all-around talent, I've heard the case for LeBron just because of his ability to score, his ability to get his teammates open. He's a good defender when he wants to play defense. Maybe not so much more in his career, but people people use his defense against him. Like, oh, you know, MJ and Kobe were better because LeBron sucks at defense. LeBron has six all-defensive teams. He He's a great defender when he needs to be. He's a terrible defender when he's tired. Yeah, I mean, he has—sure, he doesn't have 12 like Kobe, but he's definitely not a bad defender. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of his fucking highlights were those fucking rundown blocks with his freak athleticism catching up to people and shit. Like, he's always been a good defender. I mean, he's probably not as good of a defender as MJ or Kobe, but he's not a bad defender. Yeah. I don't know. MJ did have insane numbers, but I don't know. James Harden also made the team for 2010. Which is fair, I think. He's been big-time elite here recently. I think the beginning of the decade was a little slow, but who else? For shooting guard? Yeah uh oh god no no jesus louisius Dwayne wade maybe that's what i was about to say even then no does did he have two titles yeah but that's because lebron um uh if we uh actually check the stat book there jay i think he carried lebron i think there was one playoff series where he did carry lebron so don't sleep on d wade yeah i don't i'll sleep on d wade all i want tyler no, yeah, Shooting Guard's probably James Harden. I, I can't think of anyone else. Kobe. but Kobe. <laughs> no, nah, not Kobe. But uh, Dwight Howard, like you were saying, Kobe is so got, oh, so overrated that he's underrated. That's kind of where Dwight Howard is because his last I think few everyone years just of his hate, career... I think everyone just hates Dwight Howard. Yeah, the last few years of his career have been so freaking chaotic. Like It's like people forget how good he really was. Yeah, he was a fucking monster. He's Superman. And he's still only... you know It feels like he's 40. I mean, he's older. He's 34, I think, but he's not 50 you know yeah well no one thinks he's 50 but i don't know if i'd put him on the decade team i guess i would i guess i would because from like 2010 11 2014 he was an all-star every year and everything but i don't know he caught in between decades his prime was from 06 to you know 2014 that's the the years he made the playoffs. so that's like the end of one decade and the beginning of another you know if you take the 05 to 2015 decade or it would be 05 to 2014 because that'd be 10 years like he would obviously be obviously be in it but You know, who cares? Let's make our own decades. That's fine. I think a decade is actually defined just any 10-year span. Like, us as society is... It's just the decade from 2008 to 2018. Yeah, it's a period of 10 years. So, I could say the decade from 2005 to 2015. That's technically a decade. It's just people love the, the zeros. So that's like the, the 20s decade. It's easy for no. us to wrap our minds around. Within the Lines is an official, we're a fives decade podcast. Oh, we're going 2005 to 2015? For now when we're only talking about... You, you realize we're going to have to make some lists now, right? Yeah, and we just did a 2010 decade baseball team. That's Fuck the last that time line. we're... Everyone forget about that. Last time we're ever recognizing the, the zeros as the start of the decade. I'm fine with it. I'm a big time five guy. Yep. twenty. Well, I think it'd technically be 2015 to... 20, 2005 to 20. 2014, because in 2015 would be the start of the next decade. That's fine. Also, I just want to clarify. I said I'm a big time five guy, not the not the restaurant. What? They're all, like five. They're, guys? they're all right, but that's not what I was endorsing right there. I'll choose if I want to endorse that in a future date. Not what I was endorsing. I love Five Guys. That's all right. How about I've the five? The twice f- the five best things that are related to number five. How about Booker T when he says five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time champ? okay (laughs) i don't i don't know that i remember in kickball once uh how about that that. how about that gif of uh kobe bryant putting up five fingers how about um what are themes associated with number five um (laughs) (laughs) how about our fifth president i don't know who that is who let me guess andrew jack no no it's quincy adams james monroe james quincy adams is sixth maybe the olympics has five rings how about that have you thought about that before ty that's beautiful it's three on the top two on the bottom remember oh. that, remember the one olympics where the one ring didn't open up and they only had like four no yeah they had like an opening ceremony and like all the rings expanded into the olympic symbol but then the little little one didn't expand there's a lot of great things with five so i'm I'm looking let's hear it you got five fingers <laughs> oh, shit, I, I, th- I talked about the kobe gif at least you got the jackson five I don't know, Jackson 5 song. Just continue. <laughs> uh, how about a 5 o'clock shadow? I don't have that. I have a beard. You're getting a little 5 o'clock shadow. You're scratching at it before the podcast, and I can hear it through the mic. Did not like it. Dude, I just shaved last night. That's why it's called a 5 o'clock shadow, Jay. You get it by 5 o'clock. God, I love that. Five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped their head. Y- you got five senses. Well, Here, you got seven. No, touch smell, No, yeah, because the six senses, like the um how it's the seven wonders of the world how about uh i don't know who the famous five are who who do you think the famous five are ty um that's a group of canadian women and we don't care about them oh wow was that racist or sexist (laughs) (laughs) no canadian's not a race is it i thought race was skin color i that's your nationality okay you could be racist towards like mexicans that's a that's a country. You just like you'd be racist towards Canadians. Five dollar foot long. Five dollar. I don't think they do that anymore. It they a lot for a fucking sandwich. They don't. Um, there's a lot of great things with fives. Quintiplets That's way too many children. Can you imagine having quintiplets, dude? I don't know how a woman can carry two like children in her stomach, let alone fucking three, four, or five. Was that, was that octo mom? She had eight. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that would be... I would hate that. Oh, my God. I would hate life. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm... Oh, dude. I just want one kid when I'm older. Yeah, like, I signed up for one. One at a time. That's all I want is just one in general. I don't want more than one. That would be your... That's a thing of nightmares for you. Exactly. Just I want one. Riley comes home. Jason, I'm pregnant with four kids. Oh, my God, dude. That would be so bad. Immediately double children-to-parent ratio. I'd rather have five because at least I could field a basketball team. (laughs) I mean, I'd have to find a what fifth kid. What sports take four? Then sports that takes you could just doubles tennis. I was gonna say you play doubles tennis <laughs> and just have them compete against each other. I mean, if we only have four, that means I'd have to like include your team, your kid on the fucking team, and you can know the Wootens aren't athletic. Shut up. You just uh, stuff them full of food. Field two defensive tackles, two defensive ends. Yeah, four three defense. Yeah, yeah. I just want one kid. Okay, and if it's a girl, maybe two. And if it's another girl, then I don't know what I'm rolling do. the dice. I I'll probably adopt. We're going to become very strong on uh transgender rights in that household. <laughs> Get one of them to be a boy. I'm not touching on that. <laughs> um, and then we talked about Boogie cousins. Uh, he's injured. Yeah. Ouch. Torn ACL probably out for the year. That sucks. But arguably second best center of the decade. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ty! You got another transition. It just sucks when people get injured and you know some people are just they're fucking worried about that in other sports, Jay. And some people are holding out, some people are asking for way too much money. Whole lot of shit's going on. Dak Prescott thinks he's a forty million dollar quarterback. Art of the deal, man. You just ask for something outrageous and then meet somewhere in the middle. Worst they can say is no. hmm I don't think Dak Prescott is a thirty million dollar quarterback that they offered him. Yeah, but it's that weird situation where you gotta pay your quarterback and No, you know I what think I mean? you let him walk. I think you just draft someone. You say fuck him because he's not great. <laughs> he's a middle of the road quarterback. See it's that, not like he's going to carry you to the fucking promised land. The, problem, the logic with that, the problem with that logic is he's good enough to make the Cowboys go like nine and seven, ten and six, maybe. That way they wouldn't have a good draft pick. So even if they let him walk, they're not going to have like a top one or two draft pick to draft a new quarterback. You know what I mean? They'll have like the fifth pick. Trade him. Oh my god. Trade him to a team. You wait through preseasons. I guarantee. Okay, Dak Prescott. One is, team's going to injure a quarterback. Dak Prescott's not that good. But he, he's not thirty million dollars. But I do think for the Cowboys, you just kind of have to pay him. He's good enough where if you have a good team around him, he could win a Super Bowl. If Nick Foles can win what a is Super that, Bowl, Joe Flacco. He's like Joe Flacco. That's fine. I don't think Cowboy fans are going to be happy when they hear that he's probably like the t- Joe Flacco. He's probably like the twelfth best quarterback in the league. Name him. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> Drew Brees. Patrick Mahomes is number one. Don't put your second finger <laughs> off like I'm saying. He's number two. Tom Brady. I'm, we're just going. Let's just name people. Obviously, better. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. That's right, baby. He's like he's like eleventh above. him. He's not eleventh. You are full of <laughs> shit, dude. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Jimmy G is probably better. No. Six. You're going know, with Jimmy G in height train. He had like fucking what? Couple of games. Okay. He okay. Was good? No Jimmy G. No Jimmy G. I'm either. not giving him that yet. Um. Jared Goff is better. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson. Yep. Um, I'm drawing a blank with quarterbacks right now. Are you going to help me? I'm. I'm also drawing a blank. I'd give Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz. Uh, Who? Are we doing Nick Foles? Do we think Nick no. Foles is better than Dak? I think Nick Foles is going to be a complete fucking. What's that? House fire? We're just going house fire. Uh, Matt Ryan's probably better. Oh, yeah. Won an MVP he's a the last, like, fu- Yeah, he's a couple seasons removed from an MVP. <laughs> um, I feel like he's a big time oh, underrated quarterback. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Definitely uh, who's better. Who's the other guy? Who's the other Andrew Luck? Matt Stafford. Uh, I feel like Matt Stafford and what's his name are very sim- They're like the same player. You think? Matt Stafford always has good numbers, but. Well, as of now, we have 11, so he's at 12th. So give me one more, or he's the 12th. i don't think he's 12th how about big ben oh yeah big ben's better we give big ben that cam newton when healthy is better cam newton's career is over so i'm not gonna give him that oh wow why do you (laughs) baker mayfield oh fuck yeah i love me some baker uh yeah that's probably you know Derek carr is probably in the same ballpark alex smith they're probably all in the same ballpark so alex smith how's he doing he got hurt i think he's like well yeah i know he I got, think he's like yeah. career's over. yeah that's what i'm saying he's big time hurt like i haven't heard anything because they drafted a new quarterback and then they also uh signed case Keenan. how about lamar jack now nah, lamar jackson hasn't done enough yet i put no way. cousins right there with dak in terms of total qbr um dak prescott's 17th so oh yeah who else is above him that we didn't name um andy dalton which oh fuck i think Jesus. he's also worse than andy dalton <laughs> in quarterback rating yeah uh and this was last year kirk cousins we didn't name i just said kirk cousins james winston oh fucking james that winston's is eighth just, he's just eating w's mitchell trubisky he's not good i feel like he's kind of like i put him right there i with think he's Dak. underrated i think he might be slightly better no yeah I'd probably same same grouping as Dak. yeah Drew Brees is number two, and Patrick Mahomes is number one. Where'd Tom Brady fall? Fifth. Yeah. No. Sixth. Yeah. Right above Philip Rivers. Hate to see it. <laughs> Not my quarterback. Postseason, though. <laughs> you know who's number one in fucking postseason? Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, he only played one game, so. You know who's number two? Philip Rivers. Really? Yeah. You guys got shit pumped against the fucking Patriots. Well, that's because our defense. I think we still scored like 28 points. That's true. Uh, Drew Brees is seventh out of well, twelve. He had that rough last game. Yeah. It is what it is. So yeah. I'd pay in the Cowboys shoes, I'd probably pay Dak Prescott. The fifteenth best quarterback in the league, some would say. But what are, Middle of the Road quarterback worth 30 million? Like, quarterbacks are so hard to come by. How many of those guys we named have been drafted a long time ago? You know what I mean? Like they don't come up often. You know, Patrick Mahomes is new. Drew Brees is old as hell. Big Ben's old as hell. Andrew Luck was still like seven years ago. Tom Brady old as hell. Philip Rivers old as hell. Not counting Jameis Winston. Matt Ryan's like 2012. You know, I mean, it's hard to come by. They are, but I don't know. Do you commit to mediocrity? I commit to him and hope I could build a good enough team around him. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the issue. You're paying him all that fucking money. It's going to be hard to build a team around him. Well, that's why he's not worth 40 mil. And again, I'd pay Zeke over him every day of the week. But like, and, and again, there's still Amari Cooper and Zeke who both want money on that. I team. think Amari Cooper's overrated, but I agree, but I think any cowboy in the history of the NFL is overrated. Oof. Maybe not Emmett Smith. He's like the one exception. Okay. I don't really know any other cowboys. I'm, Tony Romo? I underrated. Said it. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, he's underrated. <laughs> he was great. He just got real unlucky. <laughs> I'll give I'll give Romo that. Um, Let's just pay Tony Romo thirty million, just bring him out of retirement. They just brought Jason Witten out of retirement. Yeah, that was a weird so. move. How's he? Has he played in preseason? I don't fucking. I don't keep track. Yeah, I've told the you, Cowboys. yeah. I literally. I don't watch any preseason football. I'll be, we'll be I yawn. Midseason, season will be good. This is still preseason football for us. Preseason no. podcasting for football. No, by week one we'll be good, dude. I'll be watching like. Everything. I'm just saying, like. I agree, but. I just don't watch preseason. Not even the Chargers. I can't. I can't be bothered to even care. You know who shouldn't be played, Jason? Paid who? Garbage human beings who punch wow. people in the face. Wow. Okay. Like uh, some running backs. Yeah. Um, certain other players. Just bad people who punch people in the face for no good reason. Sebastian punches himself in the face. That's should fine. he be paid? Uh, he should be paid. Pay okay. that man. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Conor McGregor. I think we But he gets cancel. paid to I, I think, punch people in the face. He shouldn't That's punch his living. random people in the face. It's alright when someone signs up and says, yeah, I want to get punched in the face. It's not alright when someone says, no, I don't want any of your shitty whiskey. And then he gets punched in the face. So what happened, Ty? I don't know. There's a video. Conor McGregor punched some old dude in the face. At a pub. At a pub. He's had so many off. I don't. Off the, the out of the octagon issues. He had like that one guy he snatched his phone and smashed it i don't know if you heard about that a few months ago i mean he had that whole brawl with khabib he had that thing where he was throwing the dolly at the bus he's a wild guy some would say diva some would say he's on cocaine i've heard that Allegedly. shit i I believe it seems like he's partying it up drinking his fucking whiskey doing drugs allegedly you can't say that for a fact Uh, jay who the fuck's gonna sue us you think conor McGregor's gonna be like fuck those guys Allegedly, he might. I'll let him punch me in the face. <laughs> I'll see the shit out of him afterwards. He's shorter, he's shorter than me. I think he's like 5'8". I, I could take Conor McGregor. Oh, bullshit. Set it up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you would die. <laughs> I fucking would die. Was you it. would fucking die. That was all I had. Can't punch people in the face. Bad human being. Will he fight again in 2019? Ty expert, MMA expert Tyler Wooten. Will Conor McGregor fight in the Octagon in 2019? You know, I've heard rumors on the inside. Okay. No. No, he's not going to fight again. Like, Dana White's done with his shit, Jay. I don't think so because he makes him a lot of good, money. My I doubt he fights this year, though. My good bud, Dana. <laughs> He'll probably fight like early early 2020. Maybe. But honestly, who cares? There's a great card this weekend. Thought about buying it, but I'm going to be in Vegas. Who is it? Main event is Daniel Cormier versus Stipe, Stipe Miocic. Oh, Heavyweight rematch. I'll uh, let me some uh, DC. Yeah. Stipe's a beast, too. Stipe was winning the first fight, and the DC just caught him. Uh, co-main event: Nate Diaz makes his return against Anthony Pettis. Did you see uh Nate Diaz? Po- uh, you said Pettis. Yeah, that'll be a good fight. Yes, it Nate would. Diaz posted a video on Twitter of him like blowing out a cloud. Of, yeah, he was allegedly... smoking during his open workout. Yeah, and he was walking through it. And Dana White like did a little emoji like with a hand over his face. Yeah, face-bombed. but he he said it's C- it wasn't weed. It was CBD. I was so. just laughing. He said he has to wait for the. So C I think I think CBD should not be allowed. Why during the fight? Why? Because it still gets your body high. So like, you're not gonna be in pain as much. Yeah, because during in competition, which is considered, I think, like 48 hours before and 48 hours after, you're not allowed to have a THC, like actual weed in your system. Well, that's what I'm saying. But CBD is allowed. Yeah. In in competition and CBD out of competition. CBD does the same thing as THC to the body. It just doesn't get you brain high. So you're gonna be focused to fight, but your body's gonna feel high. So you're not gonna be in as much pain, and it doesn't show up on a drug test. Does it make you sleepy still? How does that work if it doesn't get you head high, but it makes you sleepy? Well, it makes my body, like, like tired. I thought about buying some CBD oil and rubbing it on my back. That's how bad it hurt. You want some gummies? No, I don't want to actually consume anything. I just want to rub it on my muscles. Oh, they're not CBD gummies. I just have regular gummies. <laughs> don't drug your, <laughs> your friend, dude. <laughs> Will I get high if I just rub CBD oil on my back? It's not going to get you high if you just fucking bathe in CBD. Yeah, but when you're actually eating so I don't know, it scares me, okay? Yeah. They just make me go. They do CBD baths. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it would fuck you up. Like a bath bomb, but just CBD oil. Oh, they've got to have that for sure. If not, Ty, I'm just saying. If not, we're not posting this podcast and we're making some money. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. They have CBD bath bombs. Does it smell like weed though? No. What is CBD? It's from hemp. Okay. So it's just THC. It's the same shit that's in it, but it's like the non high part. Cannabididial. So, wait, is it from the weed? Yeah. It's so, from how weed. do you get CBD out of weed without getting the other stuff out of it? I think do you have it's to like boil it? Different. It's Type, like a different it's weed? Like a dif- it's like the same thing, but like it branches off and like this is THC, this is CBD. Does THC also have CBD in it? Great question. You're fucking talking to me like this is the Joe Rogan podcast and I know everything, Jay. I don't know this how shit. You smoke a blunt every night, dude. I know. I'm fucking faded right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fade on sight, homie, just like Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there's also uh, the perhaps the biggest steroid fight of all time, which uh, one of them has been busted from steroids before, and one of them has not. So I guess I got to say allegedly, but they're both fucking ripped. Yoel Romero and Paulo Costa. Look, just look up Yoel Romero and Paulo Costa. Paulo and then Costa and then Yoel Romero. They're both ripped as hell, and it's just going to be a lot of uh, Jay, what testosterone. UFC is it? Testosterone. Testosterone. uh, UFC 241. Why don't you just Google their names? I didn't know how to spell it. Yoel, okay. (laughs) Yeah, they're both, you know, yoked out of their mind. They were supposed to fight last November, and then it got canceled. Jesus, this man is yoked. Which one? Yoel Romero? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's the one that got busted for steroids before. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I think, actually... Actually, he proved it was like a contaminated substance or something, and he like, won. He didn't intentionally take it, and he won like forty million dollars in a lawsuit. Oh, something insane. Shit. Yeah. Won a lot of money. Oh wow! Costa looks even more fucking. Twenty-seven rewards. million. Yeah. That's gonna be a good fight. That's wow! It looks like two fucking heavyweights. They fight at middleweight. They I fight at one eighty-five. I think I'm gonna start hitting the gym. Tyler, I weigh like one seventy-five, one eighty. Those guys go down to how, almost how much I weigh right now. Just pure muscle. He would fucking... They would kill me. Pure muscle. Dude, can you imagine getting punched by one of them? It'd hurt. I'd rather... I think I'd rather fight one of them, though. they probably get tired pretty soon. Do that shit. Steroids? Well, no. There's like... fight. We should start taking steroids. Motherfuckers. Well, because <laughs> usually you're also a giant motherfucker. But so. still, like, can you... imagine? I don't care how big I am. Can you imagine what it was like to take a fucking haymaker from Mike Tyson back in the day? That's part of the game, bro. That's Just why you do break it. break your fucking face. It's part of the game. I, they, I, they know that the whole time. It's not a surprise. I'm sure you're still surprised when he fucking connects to your fucking chin. <laughs> it takes a special kind of person to do that. That's why they're not everyone's a fucking MMA fighter. Because you think about it. If we're being 100% honest, you and I... I mean, it's too late now. But you and I could have went and started taking MMA classes at 16 years old and learned jiu-jitsu. And... Yeah, there's people who have God-gifted abilities, and maybe you aren't as good of it as other people. We probably could have fought professional, Like, maybe not UFC, but we could have... You could have trained and learned everything and done it. Yeah, and there's, like, God-gifted abilities of, you know, how to do it or taking a reflexes punch and everything. And being able to but go. it's not like hitting a baseball where it's, like, some... You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like it's it would be easier to become a pro at it. And you there's think? just not that many people. I feel like a lot of it has to do with reflexes and... I can- I play video games so I got Reflexes right, I guess I think you just gotta get good coaches Look at that You see those? Ow <laughs> Ow I just hit the mic into my face <laughs> See I can take a punch That's why you couldn't be a pro fighter Jason. I could take you a knock punch the fuck, You knock yourself out Really? Because I'm still talking You right go now. for that big hook And just land straight on your own chin Bro you've seen the combos I throw When, I, when I'm messing around I, I got combos the mic again please. I got Ooh Please don't hit that. yourself with the mic Punch again. elbow I could be an MMA fighter. I should train like jujitsu or something, kickboxing, Jiu-jitsu and kickboxing, and then I'd be like the scariest friend because everyone be like, "Oh, don't mess with Jason; he'll kick our ass." Think I could if I took kickboxing for like a year? Do you think I could beat Miko up? No. You still think his size? He's would fucking be? huge. What about jujitsu? If you could get close enough to him, see, but that, I feel like he has so much. He actually doesn't have that much weight on me. He's just I think he has like thirty pounds on how me. How tall is he? Six seven. He's fucking huge, Jason. <laughs> but if you knew how to like use his body weight against him and get him in like certain angles and traps and everything maybe choke him out it'd still be so hard yeah he's just got a lot of brute strength yeah he's a bull gotta get in real close on that man's fucking 8 foot reach Miko's a little rough sometimes when we wrestle I don't like it Miko if you're listening to this you know it you know you're a little rough he's just too big to be a normal but to be fair we always egg it on very true we always start it All right, Ty, what are we wrapping up with? Uh, you tell me, Jay. Well, I wanted to do a movie scale, but you didn't want to do one for some reason. So. I haven't seen any movie. I mentioned Look, Law listen. Biden Citizen. You said we've already talked about that. We already about talked that. about it. I have not we already talked about Anchorman before we did last week's, but whatever. I have not seen any movie recently enough to give a wholehearted scale on it, Jason. And I take that scale very seriously. Oh, and I'm not just going to go in there fucking lollygagging around. I'm not giving <laughs> it my all. If I don't remember and I don't think I can put out a quality scale... I'm not gonna rate that movie. Okay, okay. It is what it is. We're gonna have a great scale next week. We should go back through our Pixar list and re rank the movies and see if our list actually holds up with our rankings. I'm fine with it. Without looking back at the list, that way confidence. Because I probably forgot what's my number one. Probably Cars. I think it was Cars. I don't remember what my number one is. I do. Wall-E. (laughs) Wall. Because it was released movie. on your birthday It's a great fucking movie um, But I did watch a kind of movie yesterday A little, a little intelligent A documentary Movie? A documentary hey, Yeah those are intelligent movies. Riley's mom showed me and Riley It was an hour and a half long So I guess it's a movie It's called Finders Keepers You know what Finders Keepers was about Ty? What? It was great Alright So we got this guy His name's like Shannon something right? Hilarious Just absolutely hilarious He goes to a storage unit auction in, I think, North Carolina, South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. What's that? What's that TV show? Like that TV show, Auction Hunters or whatever. Yeah. Buys a storage unit, you know, because he wants to flip everything. He's like a wheeler Learn dealer or whatever. Gets out, you know, has a bunch of furniture, has this barbecue smoker in it. I don't know if it's a smoker, but it's like a barbecue, you know, like the old-fashioned lid and everything. You pull it up. Or no, I think it was one of like those more round ones and the lid like goes that way kind of. It was like a drum. Yeah, like a drum. Okay. Takes his barbecue out, opens the barbecue, you know, what's a human in the barbecue. body, a human leg. Oh, shit. And the whole documentary is about the dispute between him and the leg's actual owner. Because the leg's actual owner wants to get his leg back. But the other guy, the Shannon guy, is just trying to become famous. He calls himself the leg man or something like that. And he makes, like, t-shirts. And he, like, he made people... He set up, like, a... Uh, like a thing where adults could come take a picture with the barbecue for $10. And kids could come take a picture with the barbecue for $5. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And the guy, the other guy was like a drug addict and just wanted his fucking leg back. And there was a sad story. I how don't think you're it, ever going to watch his leg it. still going to work? He wants the leg because he lost his leg in a plane crash with his dad who died in the plane crash also. How do we know it's so so his he was, dad's leg? Because it was they had to cut his leg off. So he was going to... Oh, okay. He asked for the leg back after the surgery... And was expecting just, like, a skeletal leg. But they gave him, like, the actual <laughs> leg with the flesh and everything. Okay. Because he was going to turn, like, the skeleton into, like, a memorial for his dad or something. So. That's but, yeah. Weird. It's about their That's argument. Weird. The Shannon guy is hilarious. He just keeps talking about how he wants to be on camera. And, like, on the end when it's all serious. And the, the other guy, like, he's not addicted to drugs anymore. And it's about his life. And they're talking about Shannon. He's like, I just keep chasing this dream. I You know, I'm never going to stop. Like, I just want to be on camera and make people laugh. Like. And then he was talking about how when the journalist first came to him about the lake He was like it was the greatest moment of my life And he started crying He's like there were so many cameras on me It was so funny dude It was it's so fucking funny. weird. It was great It sounds wonderful It Where was, was on it? Uh, Amazon Prime I think had it The streaming service Oh shit Will you, will you stop that? So Yeah it was, it was funny though This guy the Shannon guy he's so funny He's so funny man It sounds hilariously weird got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fucking great. That's that's actually really good. I don't know. I honestly think the Firefest Fest thing is probably the only documentary I've willingly watched. Uh, I can't think of another one. I watched a documentary about the guys, the people who jumped out of the 9-11 buildings. Ooh, that would make me sad. I do watch the 9-11 documentaries like every year when it's around nine they're on cable tv i usually watch them see that just makes me sad i don't want to watch that sports documentaries 30 for 30 you ever watch oh i fucking love me some 30 for 30 there you go that's I a, doc- a lot of those in uh sports psychology i'm taking a sports marketing class this year this semester i took sports psychology i know i wanted to take that class but it didn't work with my schedule Fun i was class. pissed you should have taken it. it would have been fucking great learned how to juggle we learned that in regular psychology too i might have learned it in that psychology. i took regular psychology and sports psychology at the same time yeah same teacher baker yeah yeah i don't know why it didn't like work with one of my classes like one of my classes was only offered in a certain period and that was the only period that sports psychology was offered how much was it really sports we watched a lot of 30 for 30s (laughs) and it was all sports oriented it was all psychology based on sports like, not to slander Mr. Baker, but he didn't teach much psychology, I feel like. Like, he taught the bare minimum, like... It was more about social psychology. Just your... your Which I, I appreciate. I appreciate I'll be that. honest, I loved the class, but I don't think it was very heavy. Like, if I were to take a college, like, psych class, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but, you know, I appreciate that. You know, we had those... There was, like, those discussion Fridays where we, they'd have the discussion and... Those are not good for me because I'd always ditch my six period class and go to that. See... I had English six period. Because I took psychology junior year, like, before everyone else. So I was with a bunch of seniors. I never spoke up in my discussion class because I was so nervous. I sure shit did. Only time I spoke up is when this one girl was, like, talking about evolution. And I, like, was like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I kind of countered her, and she didn't say anything. And everyone was, like, looked at me like, what the fuck? Jason said something? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was it. I'm kind of smart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I'd go in, like, a ditch and go to, I think Conrad had it six period. Me mean, Conrad got in some debates a couple times. I went in your guys' class once. One time, Griego let me go in your class. And, like, Baker didn't remember me, even though I just took his class oof. last year. And I was just like, okay, That's dude. a big oof. Yeah. Made me sad. That's how, like, non-impactful I was in that class. Found out about Bo Jackson. Like, I, know, I didn't find out. I knew who he was. Watched 30 for 30 on him. Yeah, he was insane. Dude. Greatest athlete of all time. Some would say. I'm saying it. <laughs> he was the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. I watched that 30 for 30 as well. Fucking beast. And then what did you watch, Ty? So, last week, Jay, we had a little bit of a discussion. Yes. I didn't know the name of it. I've recently learned a name. We had two TV shows. I recommended Nathan and the World. Nathan. For you. Nathan for you. Great show. You loved I've been, I've loved been watching some of it. I'm glad. It's fucking hilarious. I also talked about the boys. You mean so the guys? No, it's the boys, <laughs> Goddamn it. Instead of like, the first episode said it was good. Said, oh, I might, might watch the rest. Binge watched the entire series the next day. I think it was a good seven hours worth of that show. Did Victoria join you on this binge watching? She wanted to, and she watched the first couple. And In got, and out? She got a little sleepy, fell asleep on the couch, told me not to watch it without her. <laughs> I said, next. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking great, and I willingly rewatched it again. You loved it so much, you watched it while she was sleeping, and then when she woke up, you rewatched the episode you just
0: watched.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did do that with, I think, episode two. Nice. Great fucking show. How was the ending? Was it like a. Did they leave it open for another series? Oh, fuck season? yeah. Real big cliffhanger. Okay. Real big cliffhanger. Any big twist that you didn't yes. see coming? Because you always pride yourself on seeing twists coming. Oh, no. There is a big twist. About, so there's eight episodes. About episode six saw the twist coming. You saw it coming? A little bit. So probably one of the people but who are good just ends up being bad. No, there was a lot of options on how the twist was going to happen. Like it could twist this way, it could twist that way. And I had no idea which way it was going to happen. But you could feel a twist coming. We shouldn't do a TV show or a movie where there is no twist, and that's the twist. Okay, like straight. Sh- like you tease a twist, like oh, this guy's actually evil, and then turns out no, he's not evil. He's actually good. still a good guy. Yeah. yeah, or the good guy, like oh, he's oh, the good guy. He's or the bad guy. He's actually the good guy. Nope, bad still guy. bad guy. I'm fine with it. Let's write it. Okay. And then there was another twist too. There was about two twists. Okay. Both on the last episode. Okay. Wild. What would you rate the, the show on a scale from 9 1 to 100? 93. I told you, you use the movie scale for it. 93. Oh, no. I said use the movie scale for Nathan for you. What do you rate a Nathan for you for a show? What would you rate Nathan for you? That's very hard to rate. There's no plot line. It's just funny. It's, just it's hilarious, dude. It's 20 enjoyment. <laughs> I'll give it that on the scale. Great show. 100% watch the boys. Actually, found out because... But take your time with it because now there's a cliffhanger and I have a long time until season two. I'll probably never watch it. Jay, you need to fucking watch it. What's that guy's name? Nathan... For you. Fielder. Fielder. He just signed on to do like an HBO show. I will be watching that HBO show because it's fucking funny. He stepped away from the show. I found out. Why? I, I, I don't know if it said he was just like creatively like stuck. Um... In November 2017, the show wrapped up in its fourth and final season. Oh. I mean, it was great. It was doing fucking great. It has a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. What Nathan? For you? Oh yeah, it's great. It's not like it was bombing or anything. Like <laughs> he probably just felt creatively like you know people like he that did four fucking seasons of it. Yeah, because they say, like they say the character he plays it's like loosely based on him, so he's not really that fucking awkward and straightforward. <laughs> no, to I would assume like, so. It's fucking hilarious. But signed- I, was watching, I was watching one where he was like, oh, everyone's saying like I'm trying to change people, but there's problems with me, so we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna have issues talking to women. So I'm gonna date ten women at once. <laughs> and he set up like a fake bachelor TV show. <laughs> <laughs> he was awkward as shit. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he signed a one-year overall deal with HBO, serve as executive producer on How to with John Wilson, which has been ordered to series at HBO. An untitled comedy pilot, in which Fielder will star as well as write and direct. How to with John Wilson is a half-hour first-person documentary series hosted by an anxious New Yorker who attempts to give everyday advice while dealing with his own personal issues. So it kind of sounds similar. Just HBO version. Acting as both cameraman and narrator, narrator, he covertly documents the lives of fellow New Yorkers in a comic odyssey of self-discovery inevitably making the audience comfortable with awkward contradictions of modern life. Sounds like the same kind of humor in a different yes, situation. Yeah, sounds exactly the same. And I love it. So... Okay. Excited for that whenever that happens. But until then, I still got a lot of episodes for Nathan for you to watch. And once I'm out of episodes, I'm gonna be real sad. You can just rewatch them. There's plenty that you can rewatch them and get some laughs out of them still. You gotta watch if you're not going to bed soon, I know you got work in the morning, you gotta watch the the uh the one I told you to watch. The souvenir store one in Hollywood. Okay, for sure. That was the first one I watched and it was pretty funny. I will watch it. I don't know if it's as funny as the hotel one, but the hotel one was pretty good too. Hotel one was fucking hilarious. Even my my mom and my dad, my dad I knew would find it funny, but even my mom, like, me and Riley were watching it. I was like, okay, here, mom, like, you could change it. And she put on another episode. I was like, ooh, mom likes this. I'm surprised Victoria liked it. She she thinks Anchorman's stupid, but she likes that. It's just a great show. It is great. It's for everyone. It's for the families. We watched i I'm telling you, watch the gas station one. The gas station one. The gas station one. one. What? The one where the guy was obsessed with the girls and... The guy was obsessed with the girls. Which one was... I think... Maybe it was the same one. I don't know. He had some dude, it was a uh, they it was like a first store and he was like, So we're gonna let people steal your clothes. One item, but only attractive people, so everyone sees it and wants to come back and buy it. <laughs> He's like, So I had to buy his security guard who and we gave him a list of like these are the qualifications for someone being attractive. Yeah. He was like, and he only let people with giant tits go through. <laughs> I think they, they did a follow episode with that guy. Really? They did. It was an episode. It was like the movie theater one. I think it was like a little subplot. And it was they were pitching a documentary show about a security guard who can't do his job because he gets distracted by huge tits. (laughs) That was him. And then he was saying the bald white dude. Yeah, he's a bald white dude. And then they had like a like a old school arcade game. And then the fucking Nathan dude was like, I use this to like scout out things sometimes when my beard doesn't work or whatever, right? Uh So like he climbs inside of it and they drop off an arcade in like a random like whatever like business he's doing. And so he had that guy sit in the arcade and uh, he's like, I have to test out his ability to focus. And so they had some chick like walk up to the arcade and giant tits and just like lean over looking at it. And there's like a camera inside it. And the dude's eyes are all big and shit. <laughs> no, you would like that one episode. Cause there's like, he goes to work at this jewelry store and he walks up to the the guy. He's like, hi boss or whatever. He's like, I just want to let you know, I get distracted by women with big breasts. Just want to let you know that it's just, it's <laughs> so funny. the same guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but yeah, we also watched the Uber one. Like there was he did an Uber one one, like season two, and then he did another one, season three, with the same guy. Okay. And they did a um what's it called? They had like an organization. They they like they were gonna create an organization inside of Uber that was gonna like destroy itself. Sleeper cell. They created a sleeper <laughs> cell. <laughs> and that was Fuck. funny. It's so. great shit. Gotta watch it. Go watch the boys, Jason. Please. I probably won't. You'll appreciate it. Maybe probably not. Watch it. You'll like it. Maybe probably not. You'll enjoy it. Maybe, I'm, you know what I'm going to do when I get home? I'm going to edit this, and I'm going to go play some Minecraft. Back on the Minecraft. Just put sorry. it in the background while you're watching Minecraft. <laughs> Probably not going to play Minecraft. We'll see. Also, go watch Good Boys this weekend, everybody. Because we're going to watch it. Okay. I'm not watching it, but okay. What? Good Boys. Oh, The fucking good movie boys. we're going to see. The Boys and Good Boys, that's very, very confusing. One's TV show, one's movie. We are seeing the Good Boys. Everyone should watch that because we have a movie scale coming for you next week. So... Big time spoilers. Big time spoilers, yes. Got anything else, Jay? No. Everybody, be a good friend this week.